And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. All right, folks. Great guest today. No introduction needed, but I'll do it anyways. Ben, the Bane, Davis, how you doing, man? I'm fantastic, Jake. How about yourself? Pretty good, dude. Very happy you could be with me today ahead of UFC Vegas 61, Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Xiaonan. Pretty good card. I won't be able to watch it. I'm going to be a little busy getting married, but uh, afterwards, I'll tune in <laughs> when the new wife goes to sleep. <laughs> you've got you've got a good excuse built in this weekend, Jake. Uh, but funny enough, right, there's nobody going to be in the apex anyways. Mark Zuckerberg has bought it out, which I think is quite hilarious. Is that the is that like the confirmed truth? He bought it out for a metaverse thing? I've seen from credible sources, but I'm, again, I have yet to really see anything super verifiable. But if that's true, bro, that is that's fucking funny. That's the funniest thing Zuckerberg's done since uh, since Facebook, I would say. I hope it fails miserably on his part. But <laughs> whatever. I'm here for it. Um, so like I said, UFC Vegas 61 going to talk some best bets ahead of the card this weekend. I sent you some picks last night over to text message. You did your research. I did mine. Now I'll go down the list and talk about them. Uh, let's start at like the prelims, the lower lower fights, or at least that's how I have it written down yep. here. First fight we're going to talk about is Mike Davis. And before I continue, something good that Ben brings to the table uh, as a guest is he's great at pronouncing fighter names. So when I lack at that, he'll make up for it. So sure. like I said, Mike Davis coming in as a minus 175 favorite against Vishlav Borishev or the Slava Claus. That was, that was pretty good. good. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'm going to call him Slava Claus, though. To, <laughs> yeah, it's just it. easier. Rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. So Slava's a plus 150 underdog. I actually told you I was going to pick Slava. I mm-hmm. flipped the picks researching. I'm all on my boy Mike Davis here. He's got the crisper striking. He's got the reach. He's the younger fighter. Borishev really likes to go for the power boxing. I mean, he's got crazy power in his fist. Knocked out Chris Duncan on Contender Series. I just think Mike Davis is going to pick him apart technically on the feet, maybe for 15 minutes if he doesn't get a finish sooner. I agree with that as well. I'm echoing that statement and backing Davis considerably. Of course, I share the same last name, so I feel biologically I must back him. Uh, But he's more tested as well within the UFC. I think that we saw Borshev uh, getting some deep waters, and he drowned. And I think against a guy like Mike Davis, if there is blood, you know he's a shark. He's going to go after it. And uh, I'm excited to see Vigislav come in here and maybe show some improvements in other angles of the game, depth potentially. But in terms of well-rounded, in terms of just veteran experience, it's all on Mike Davis's side. And at minus 175, a good parlay piece. I'm sure if you want to get a prop going in there, they have yet to be released on DraftKings, at least yeah. mine. Uh, we've got the under two and a half at plus 100, but I think it'll see the judges' scorecards on this one. It's so annoying, dude. DraftKings never releases the props till like Thursday or Friday. Kills it's, me. It's fucking dumb. But yeah, Mike <laughs> Davis by knockout TKO decision, get him like a minus 120 or something like that. Yeah, cash that shit all day, man. Easy. Easy. about that so uh moving on here another fight that i'm not really i don't really understand the odds here to be honest with you we got brendan allen coming in as an underdog plus 100 almost a pick him against uh christoph yakko minus 120 i don't understand why uh brendan allen is the underdog here i know a lot of people who are on yakko including you know manfrey mma lock of the night which kind of scares me picking against him but brendan allen is younger by seven years and i just think he's kind of better all around technically could be wrong, have been wrong before, but the Yako fight IQ is what concerns me. We've seen him, we've seen it cost him, cost him fights before, and I, 
See, what's funny about that, Jake, is I, I've got the same criticism of Brendan about Allen Brendan, that yeah. you do about Kristoff. I think that Allen is a tremendous fighter. He's great, well-rounded, athletic as he can possibly be, but questionable about IQ. I mean, there's fights that he should have won that he loses in big ways. And cool. that's as somebody that, you know, again, I'm, I'm not an experienced better. Never fucking tail my picks. You'll lose money. <laughs> but as someone who bets, I always like to find consistency in historical trends, right? And the historical trend is you don't know. With Brendan Allen, it's inconsistent. So I have a hard time betting on it. I think within this fight, it would be something again. We don't have those props, which would be great. We should have done this like Thursday or Friday. No, man. <laughs> um, but I think it would be more of a over 1.5 rounds type sure. bet. Uh, fight goes the distance type bet. Those are the things that I would be seeing because while it's tight, minus 120 for uh, Yatko, plus 100 on the flip for Allen. I just have zero confidence in both guys. Uh, it's a toss up. It's a coin flip, as they say. Yeah. I mean, the more we're talking about this here, the more I'm saying, eh, maybe I'm not going to touch this fight because you're right. Brennan Allen does have questionable fight IQ at times as well. And you said you'd like the uh, over 1.5 there. That's not out yet, but the over 2.5 is a minus 190. So I don't even know if that'll be worth playing at all. So right. maybe the best advice here is to stick away from this fight altogether. I'm kind of in a dog or pass situation, but again, I. Whoever I bet on in this fight is not going to be getting a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> not one to bet against or on good or bad fight IQ. Um, next up, we have 85 years old of age between the two fighters combined. Alir Latifi coming in as a minus 175 favorite against Aleski. Olenek plus 150. I like Latifi here. Latifi's never been subbed before, and we all know the only way Olenek's getting a dub in 2022 is by putting somebody to sleep on the ground. I don't it's, think Latifi, I mean, it's, it's so funny. He's got 47 wins by submission. It is fucking bonkers. Uh, the amount of success he has, but let's talk about Derek Lewis, a similar opponent of both gentlemen. Olenek had difficulties with the traps, the size of the neck of Derek Lewis, right? You could see visible frustration, almost amusement because he was like, I can't fucking sink in a sub. This guy's yeah. too damn thick. Literally, Tifi's in that same camp. He's a thick gentleman. He's a small, sturdy boy, and I don't <laughs> see I don't see a sub occurring because he's also a great grappler in his own right. If you look at the fight that Alir Latifi had with Derek Lewis, this is one of my hottest takes. I think Latifi beat Derek Lewis. In my professional opinion, I like what half the fight control time for Latifi. Mm -hmm. I believe it was almost even in terms of significant strikes. Lewis didn't have any massive moments. That was a robbery, in my opinion. Uh, so Latifi wins against great competition. Latifi on that same boat, um, or, or, or Alexi Olenek on that same boat. But yeah, I, I think Latifi is going to cruise on his way to a decision. I think he's going to be able to defend and uh, get back up to the feet and answer with some strikes. I don't see a finish from Latifi. I feel like he should finish Olenek, who's been finished in four out of his, like, what, th or three at his last five losses, right? Yeah, I mean, so, he's 45 years old. He's fucking 45. <laughs> so Latifi, who's, what, his nickname's a Sledgehammer, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to call yourself the Sledgehammer, bring some serious power, which he can, but, again, a lot of decisions on his resume. I would say, once again, pick the over, uh, because you never know. Olenek that, on 47 occasions has finished by sub. It is difficult to bet against him without resume. Uh, but I, I, I like Latifi a ton. He's one of my favorite fighters at that weight class. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. And the over 1.5 right now is a minus 130 on DraftKings. I wrote that down Easy. because I like that play too. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, Latifi's just so durable. And like you said, he's a thick little boy. He's... <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think a Linux will find a space to grab his uh, grab his neck. And I don't even know if Latifi's gonna be able to give it to him. He's a great grappler and he's a smart fighter with a lot of experience. Totally agree. I think he beat 
Derek Lewis too, but would have been a boring decision victory by the judges. They had, they had a little bit too much ego for that. I know. Yeah. They just couldn't give it to him. They couldn't give it to him. All right. So next up's my, uh, I guess it's going to be my big play of the night. It's my parlay. This is my last play I have written down before I ask if you have anything you want to talk about, but sure. The parlay Mackenzie Dern, Brandy Costa, who is your boy. If you yep. put both of them together, that's a minus 104 parlay. I love those odds. I mean, if you want to get crazy and put Sadiq Yusuf as a plus 1,000 or a minus 1,000 in there, get the parlay to plus money, do your thing. But Mackenzie Dern, Randy Costa, love both of those guys. Not guys, fighters. Mackenzie Dern's not a guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie's just one of the boys. You know, she's one, of the, one of the guys. Fellas, is Mackenzie Dern one of us? I... <laughs> she's a bro. I love Mackenzie yeah. Dern. Fighting aside, she's, she's fucking great. Yeah. I will say this. I do. I like Randy Costa a ton. The Zohan is a, is a fantastic gentleman. We've mm-hmm. done a lot of content together in the past. Um, and I, I truly think that he's a special athlete. Yes. But Guido Canetti is durable. He's a veteran. He's crafty. Yep. He's powerful. Um, and, you know, we've kind of seen the blueprint to what beats Randy Costa. Pressure and gas him out, right? Attack that body. Randy Costa's I, never won a fight outside of the first round. Exactly. Crazy. It's within those, it's within those first five minutes. Um, and that is difficult to bet on, especially at minus 280. You, you three to one favorite um over a guy who's I think lost his last two or lost his last three. He beat he beat Chris Mutinho, his last fight. But before, are we are you Randy talking, Costa did? Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Connecticut. Yeah, Guido no. did. I, I was yeah. like, I missed that one. Uh, no, no. Like Randy, <laughs> I, I like Randy a ton. This is a fight that he should definitely win. Um, I think it's a perfect opponent. I think we're gonna see a big stylistic finish from Randy, something that we've seen and something that I love to see. But at plus 235, that's a wide line on a guy who, you know, with all due respect, we've seen the blueprint. Guido knows what he's got to do. So I'm not saying parlay buster. By any means, but just be wary. I respect it. I most of my guests never like my parlays, which always makes me sad. But they always hit. So, <laughs> <screw you> well. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, though. Does this make you? The, the, part of the reason I'm so confident in this is there's a 14 year age difference, right? Kennedy is 14 yeah. years older than Casa. At that rate, fighters win 70 percent of the time. When there's where are you getting that statistic year. from? Oh, who tweeted it out earlier? I don't have a source. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, who tweeted it? Somebody tweeted it. I saw it. I'm going to the bird right now. (laughs) Anyways, forget that stat. There's still a 14-year age difference. There's a reach advantage. I just think Costa, if he can actually make it out of that first round and not gas, I don't think Kennedy's got anything for him. But like you said, yeah, plus 230, dog. Kennedy, his durability, his cardio, his experience might be worth a shot. Might be worth it's a shot. Just, it's a very wide line. I don't like how wide of it, wide it is given each guy's prior performances. I wish it were a bit tighter, and then I'd be completely on his side. And again, I think Costa should dribble this one and just shatter the backboard of Guido Canetti. That's what the matchmakers are doing here. They want Randy to win. But – Guido went out there and fucking destroyed Chris Moutinho, who I'm sure was also 14 years younger than Guido Canetti. So when we talk <laughs> about age differences, it's negligible. It doesn't matter. Um, and I, I just am unsure. Again, I want Randy to win. I am picking him to win. It's just a weirdly wide line. And to put it in a parlay, I don't know. I would say, again, you know, let's, let's talk about something that's, that's kind of rejects both sides. Under one and a half at minus 155. I would slap that in a parlay. Again, like you've said, Randy, all his wins come in the first round. You know he's going to start strong. It's a car crash under one and a half at better odds 
that boosts that parlay, I'm sure. Put it in. Slap it in right now. Tell me what the odds are. Under one and a half and Mackenzie Dern. Is it plus money? Did we Let's get that across the hedge? Uh, I don't think it's going to be plus money, but we'll see. We'll see. So Mackenzie Dern's a minus one twenty or minus two twenty five. The under one point five with that. Oh my goodness, plus one thirty seven. You're welcome. Boom, we've converted. Now to parlay that we both love. <laughs> I, I, I'm always so afraid to put uh, over unders and parlays. Just I hate betting over unders because I hate when it what it does to me when I'm watching the fight. I'm like. That puts me on you're the just, edge of my Yeah, you're watching right. the clock, and you're like, oh, my God, it's 2.30. Yeah. I'm angry. I get that completely. But I do like that play, and that does bring the parlay to plus money. So maybe that is the safer play here than Costa straight up. Now, let me ask you about not the mustache man now, but Miss sure. Mackenzie Dern. What do you think about yes. her going up against Yan Xiaonan? Something interesting before I let you talk real quick. Mackenzie Dern has seven submission wins. Xiaoyan, uh, Yan Xiaoyan has seven knockout wins. Very interesting. Right. So let's talk about those knockout wins, though. I think mm-hmm. it's a padded record. You know, if you go back and look at the sure dog, the records of her opponents way back in the day, not fantastic. None of them have really gone on to achieve many things. It seems like she's been beefed up. And while she has success inside the octagon, again, she was deci- – I mean, that guy's thing, seven knockout wins. She's never knocked anyone out in the UFC. It's all pre-UFC. True. Her yep. last finish was like 2016. And again, outside the organization, it's all been decisions. And she's on a two-fight skid. I don't like this. Uh, people, I, I can complain about this main event because why does Yan Xiaonan deserve this spot? She's lost her last two. Now she's in a main event. It makes no fucking sense to me. Somebody pull me aside and let me know, hey, uh, she's doing the opposite of what you're supposed to do in professional sports, and that's why she gets to be in the biggest spotlight Saturday night. Fuck you. I don't, I don't get makes it, makes no man. sense. Um, so during on the flip side, seven subs, five decisions. She's lost by decision twice, but... She went five rounds against Marina Rodriguez, which was last year. Yan Xiaonan notably lost a split decision to Marina. So similar mm-hmm. opponent, I'd say Dern had the better, um, the better performance. Again, she had those extra 10 minutes in the can. Yan Xiaonan has never gone five rounds. I don't think she's even been booked for a five-round fight. Maybe she has, and then she knocked out a can in uh, Asia in, yeah, in right. a round, right? I'm sure that that's what happened. But here's my thought. Darn via sub. I think her grappling's improved immensely. She's shown it. She has so many different submissions, many ways to get it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yan Jaonan on the ground, I don't love. I didn't like her grappling against, um, oh God, who busted her up? Was it Carlos Barza? Carlos Barza, yes. Yeah, Carlos Barza. I didn't like it. I didn't like mm-hmm. how it looked for Yan. And so I think that what's going to happen is Dern's going to get it down there and she's going to find a submission within three and a half rounds. Against Marina Rodriguez, Yan Xiaonan was outstruck 40 to 18 in the third round. That's a massive differential. And so we're talking about a potential cardio deficit as well. Mm-hmm. You extend Yan 10, 12 minutes, all grappling, she's gassing like a, a rhino in the Serengeti hasn't had water in 14 days. It's prey. That's what I'm seeing here. I'm anticipating a Dern submission. Uh, I just don't see areas where Yan Xiaonan can exploit or penetrate the game plan or chinks in the armor of Mackenzie Dern. Dern's, you know, I can criticize and laugh at her all day long with the accent that she has developed over the last 10 years. Uh, but she is a fantastic fighter, a phenomenal athlete, and BJJ is her backyard. I just see her getting it done in a big way. Now, I want to talk to you all and bring it to the co-main event because we didn't talk about this one, but we've got Randy Brown. Baby, mm-hmm. Randy Brown, minus 310, right? Again, a massive favorite. He's on a three-fight win streak, one of which was a submission against Cowboy Oliveira. 11 finishes and 15 wins professionally. Good split down the middle between subs and KOs. Six knockouts, five submissions. But a, a patient last couple outings, Jake. 
I mean, he was very patient against Jared Gooden. He was very patient against Chaos Williams. And I was thinking, is that respect to the opponents and the power? Maybe. Uh, I, but these are guys that I feel like he should have been putting the, the foot on the gas a bit more, maybe getting some more highlight knockouts or big moments. And that's just not what I saw. He's been in the UFC since 2016. Francisco Trinaldo, flip side, plus 260. He's been in the UFC since uh, October or since 2012. Reddy Brown's first amateur fight was in 2012. Wow. That's a lot of experience for the old gentleman who's on a two-fight win streak, and he's a winner in five of his last six. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Francisco Trinaldo. I'm not suggesting that he's going to go in there and knock out Randy Brown. But again, this is a wide line. And Francisco Trinaldo has never been stopped with strikes. He's been submitted on three occasions. But at 44, never being knocked out, he's faced guys like Paul Felder, Alexander Hernandez, prime Kevin Lee. If these guys couldn't get him out of there, why would Randy Brown? So I think Brown by decisions to play again, we don't have that prop, unfortunately, but I'm sure it's just going to be a bit juicier than minus three ten. That's too wide of a line. I don't see a lot of value there. I think Brown's going to control. I think he's going to touch, 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 but I don't think he's going to go. What, that's his nickname, right? Touch and go. Randy Brown. Yeah. I believe it's touch and go. Yeah. I, I anticipate a lot of touching, maybe not a lot of going. Uh, I, <laughs> so Brown by decision. That's, that's what I think. Again, I like uh, that one. Yeah, it, it just uh, Randy Randy's six and three since 2016. Francisco's seven and four in that same time frame. These guys are quite similar in their career. They faced a lot of, I would say, decently same caliber opponents. Sure. And it's just a wide line. I don't know if you think like this, Jake. I don't know if you think like this, but it's just a wide line. I don't like no. it. I'm always, uh, I don't know if you follow Quinn at Orthodox on Twitter, but he's a, he always posts it. He's a value boy. You know, he'll, he'll go for the value <laughs> over, over the bet. So he would be with you here. And like, yeah. I, I totally, I didn't really think about the decision prop, but it's a great point because yeah, I think Randy Brown wins this fight. He's got the, the bigger reach. He's like 12 years younger. He's taller. He's just the fresher fighter overall. But yeah, Trinaldo hasn't been finished did you say he's never been finished never been stopped with strikes he's been subbed three times but he's never been knocked out again i think that yeah randy's not going to go for a sub and yeah i just i don't think trinaldo what seeing what i can him lately is gonna get knocked out what i can see occurring is the same thing like the uh cowboy Oliveira fight a big punch stuns francisco he goes down and instead of ground and pound randy goes for a submission i can see that occurring he's done that before i could see uh uh, uh playing out in the same way but I just I like decision on this one. He's been too patient. He's not been pushing the presser pressure or or really gunning for these finishes in his last two outings. And again, I honestly Trinaldo plus two sixty. I would say hedge and slap some money on Trinaldo, just money line because he's upset the apple cart before. Yep. Jai Herbert can tell you all about that. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I, I like I like Trinaldo at ten forty four. I don't think he's going to win, but I do see him making it more competitive than this line would suggest. I love that, man. I totally agree with that, too. Um, I, I'm i very confused as to why the combined age of this card is like 10,000 years old. I don't it's, know why it's aged, bro. They put all of the oldest people on the roster, and they were like, they were like October 1st. Bam. That's when you guys are all going to be, you know. This is like a, it's like a senior citizens meetup. That's what this <laughs> card is. It's the, uh, you know. It's the fucking, it's just the retirement home. Get Zuckerberg together. said no, no media, no anyone, just the old folks. Yeah, just have old a good people. Night. Zuck was like, I want people like myself, aged individuals. Because that guy's, he's a lizard. That guy's an alien. He's thousands of years old. Whatever his physical appearance, 
tells you that's a lie. He is thousands of years old. Now this video is going to get zero views because we're talking smack on the Tanked internet. Overboard. Yeah. Zuck's going to, you know, just algorithm it out into the desert. That's, that's what he it's got cooked be. by the Zuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ben. Well, that's all I got, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming on and giving me your expert insight. And again, like I said earlier, congratulations to all your new endeavors, dude. Very proud of you and love to see your face all over my timeline, dude. Really, uh, really makes me proud. I appreciate it, man. Likewise, you're crushing it. Of course, brother. Ben the Bane Davis, <laughs> UFC Vegas, 260, or not 261, just 61. We'll see. Just 61. Take out that too. <laughs> 200 years later. Thanks, y'all.